Hey everybody, welcome to Here's the Deal with uh, Rick Countryman. Glad you're uh, joining me today, whether you're watching this on Facebook or you're listening to the podcast. I'm glad you're with us. I say that every week, but I, I mean it. Um, been a crazy couple of days, right, in the news, man. Our former president's house got raided by the FBI and searched. And wow, it's crazy what's happening in our world, uh, in politics and all of that. Uh, I've had a lot of people ask me in the last day or two, can, can you talk about that? And the answer is I can, but I'm not going to today. Uh, today I'm going to talk about, I want to spend some time talking about um, things that every follower of Jesus needs to, to know. Okay, there's a lot of things that I think Christians need to know. Okay, a lot of things. And what I'm going to share today is not a comprehensive list of all of the things that um, Christians ought to know. But certainly, these are important things. In fact, these are things that over the years, um, when I have had the privilege and honor of leading someone into a relationship with Jesus Christ, where they deny themselves, they take up the cross, and they become a follower of Jesus. These are things that I'm going to share with them. In my years of ministry as a pastor, these are things um, that I have shared with, uh, with people. And these are things I've actually taught over the years. They come out in different kinds of sermons or different... Uh, you know, moments where I'm dialoguing with people. I've probably even shared some of them on this, uh, this Facebook uh, broadcast or podcast. I want you to know that these aren't in any particular order. And I think the few of them, you're going to be super surprised by what I share and what I believe are important uh, thoughts for every Christian. If you have given your life to Christ, if you have surrendered your life over to Jesus, these are critical things for you to know and understand. In fact, I've entitled this the top 10 things every Christian needs to know and understand. Now, I'm not going to get through all 10 of them today. I'll probably get through five, and then I'll do five next week, Lord willing. Um, but here's the first one that every believer needs to know. If you're a Christian watching this or listening to this, you need to understand this, okay? And that is feelings are not the basis of your faith, okay? It's the truth. And I mean that with a capital T. You know, two plus two is four. That's truth with a small t. I'm talking about the truth of the word of God. So let me repeat this, okay? Number one, you need to understand that feelings, your feelings are not the basis of your faith. It's simply the truth that's found in Scripture. Now, I want you to know that uh, I feel a lot of things. I have a feeling, you know, every nanosecond, if you will. Uh, God gives us the ability to feel things. And there are times when feelings are really, really important for us to understand. 
But when it comes to our walk with Jesus, you got to put your feelings, you know, somewhere else because our feelings have nothing to do necessarily with our faith. It's simply the truth of the word of God. Now, let me tell you why I think this is important and why I put it number one, whether it ought to be number one or not, I don't know. Yeah, we can debate that. I, we're living in a time when believers uh, put way too much emphasis on their feelings. They feel a certain way, and so that must be true. Or I, I felt this, and so I went ahead and did, you know, whatever. And, and we are not called to live by our feelings. We're called, Jesus said, man does not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Those are all my dogs. I apologize for that. That's what matters is yes, we have feelings, and yes, those are all given to us by God, but it's the Word of God that is what is to drive us. We're to live our lives according to the truth. Sometimes that will make you feel good. Sometimes living by the truth will make you feel bad. But the issue isn't how you feel. The issue is, is what did God say? And if God said it, it doesn't matter whether it makes me feel good or I get a goosebump about it or whatever. The bottom line is I'm to do it, even if it makes you feel bad. There are many things in the scriptures, truth with a capital T, that I don't feel good about. Uh, in fact, there are things God calls me to where it's caused me to lose friendships. There are things that God has called me to that has caused me to, you know, um, miss out on things and not be invited to certain things. And that doesn't feel good. But I knew it was truth. And so I had to stand on truth. And because of that, it, it cost me something. And that's probably you know, true for all of you that have stood for truth at one time or another. And so the first thing I would say to a new believer is, is look, I'm glad you got feelings. You're going to have one every nanosecond. But what matters is what God said. It's the truth of the word of God. Jesus said, it's the truth that sets you free, right? Not your feelings. Your feelings don't set you free. In fact, your feelings are pretty much irrational, right? I mean, if you're driving down the freeway and somebody cuts you off, you know, and you get all mad, you're, you might feel like I want to ram the back end of the car, right? But you got to get past your feelings and you got to get to this, your intellect, what you know to be true. And obviously what you know to be true is I can't ram the back of that car. I can't do that. That's not something God would want me to do. And so number one. Feelings are not the basis of your faith. It's the truth. Here's the second thing I would say to uh, any new believer or, you know, mature believer, and that is this. If you're a Christian, you're a theologian, okay? If you are a follower of Christ, if you've denied yourself, taken up your cross, you follow in Jesus, you are a theologian. Now, I know that word can scare some people. Okay, the word theologian. 
And I'm not talking about necessarily being a theologian in the classical sense of, of the word, you know, and, you know, someone maybe like a pastor like me, obviously we're theologians, but uh, most of the time when you hear theologian, you you think of big volumes of books and guys that are super smart or, or whatever. And, and that is true in the classical sense, they would be theologians. But all of us are to be people who study God. And that's basically what a theologian is. A theologian is somebody who simply studies God. And every Christian, we have to be, you have to be somebody who studies God, which obviously means you're studying his word. And I have found that there are too many Christians who simply let their feelings guide them and lead them. And if you're just letting your feelings guide you and lead you, you're never going to be a theologian. Because theologians understand when you're somebody who studies God and his word, you understand that this is his voice to us. The Bible is his voice to us. It's his will for our lives. And so if we don't study it, then the only thing we got to go on is our feelings, right? And so every believer has to be a theologian. Every believer has to be somebody who studies God, the things of, of God. And so I, I, I want to be, be, be crystal clear. Uh, you can study God when you're at church and you're sitting in the service. You can study God when you're in the, your men's group or women's group, or maybe you, you, uh, you have a Bible study you're involved in. Obviously, you're studying God. But you're studying God when you sit at home at your coffee table like I am, and you're just reading about him. You're, you're simply reading the, the scriptures. And so, number two, if you're a Christian, you're a theologian. I think that's the second thing that every believer needs to know and understand. Okay, I'm going to give you a third one, okay? And I'm, this is taking me longer than I thought, but that, that is this, is that the Bible is all about Jesus. Look, your, your feelings don't matter as it relates to the, your faith, okay? It's the truth. Every Christian needs to be a theologian. And I can tell you this, from the very first page of the Bible in Genesis to the very last page in Revelation, the whole book is about Jesus. And if you're a theologian, I just gave you the most important, you know, little thought that you could have is that the entire Bible, all 66 books, 39 books in the Old Testament, the 27 books in the New Testament are all about Jesus. Obviously, in the Old Testament, those 39 books in the Old Testament uh, they didn't know, you know, who the Messiah was going to be, right? They didn't know. All they knew is that God promised a Messiah. 
Ever since the fall in the Garden of Eden in Genesis chapter 3, God promises to send a Messiah. I'm going to send you a Savior. I'm going to send someone who can take care of the problem of sin. Literally, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, all 39 books to the last book of the Old Testament, which is the book of Malachi. Every prophet... Every single book of the Old Testament was all about the fact that Jesus was coming. Jesus is coming. The Messiah is coming. The Savior is coming. And then when you get to the New Testament, the 27 books in the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, the book of Acts, all the way through the last book, the book of Revelation, it's all about the fact that Jesus came, right? In Matthew, today in the town of David, a Savior has been born for you. The New Testament begins with the fact that God uh, fulfilled his promise. In the Old Testament, I'm going to send you a Savior. In the New Testament, he sent the Savior. We know his name, right? His name is Jesus. So the Old Testament was Jesus is coming. The New Testament is Jesus has come. And if you were to, you know, maybe put a title on the entire Bible, it would be Jesus. The entire Bible is about Jesus. All 66 books of the Bible are all about Jesus. And that's what I want a new believer or even if you're a mature believer to understand. Number one, feelings are not the basis of your faith, but it's the truth found in scripture. Number two, if you're a Christian, if you're a follower of Christ, you're a theologian. And number three, the Bible is all about Jesus, okay? Let me give you one more, okay? And it kind of goes along with this one. I think every Christian needs to know the books of the Bible in order, In other words, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, you know, you know all 39 books of the Old Testament. And then you get to the New Testament, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Acts, all the way through Revelation. I think every new believer ought to spend time memorizing the books of the Bible in order. In fact, I have often told new believers or I've actually had them do this. I've actually had them take their Bibles and turn to the table of of contents, which is what I have right here in my Bible, the table of contents. I, I realize if you're listening to this, you can't see it. Every Bible has one. It lists all the books in the Old Testament and then all the books in the New Testament. And I often tell uh, new believers, just go ahead and rip that out. And you keep that in your Bible. Use it as a bookmark so that when you're in a sermon and and the preacher tells you to turn to 1 Corinthians, you don't know where it is, but you can look at your table of contents and see here's where it is. It's on page whatever. Or if you're in a Bible study and someone says, you know, turn to the book of whatever, 1 Kings, you can look at the table of contents, see where 1 Kings and you can turn there. I, I, I'm telling you, and I'm, I'm joking here, okay? The most important page in some of your Bibles is the table of contents. 
And, and, and I'm, I'm serious about this. Go ahead and rip it out and carry it around with you. Because I believe if you are a Christian, obviously your feelings don't matter. What matters is the truth, but you're also a theologian. And how can you be a theologian? How can you be somebody who studies God and his word and you don't even know what the books of the Bible are or where they're even located in the Bible? I really believe it's important for a new believer or any believer to know the structure of the scriptures. And so I want to encourage you, okay? Don't let your feelings run your life. I'm thankful you have them. I have them, but don't let them run your life. It's the truth that runs our life. It's the truth of God's word. That's his will for our lives. Be a theologian. If you name the name of Christ and you're a follower of Christ, you be a theologian. Remember, the Bible is all about Jesus. And the last one I'm going to talk about today was what I just said, and that is number four. Hey, know the order of all the books of the Bible. I'm telling you, your confidence level will go up when it comes to just knowing the scriptures. If you know the order of the of the books, you know where to go, you know how to get there. And, and literally, I'm serious, just tear the table of contents out and um, use it as a bookmark. You can always open it up and look and go, okay, here's where I need to go. Okay. So I'm going to end right there. Next week, we'll do part two, Lord willing. If God doesn't come back, I got a whole bunch more, but these are the first four things that I think are important, super important, critical that every single Jesus follower needs to know. Okay? Hey, blessings, everybody. Bye.